look around at this great city of ours, what do you see? I see a multitude of amazing people. Over the next hour, Bill Wilson will talk to some of these amazing people about topics that interest you and give you just what you need to kick off your week with a dang on the Mr. Murphy's Burner Show. Good evening, Murfreesboro. This is Bill Wilson, also known as Mr. Murfreesboro, and you're listening to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show here at WGNS 1450 AM and 100.5 FM Talk Radio. I'm excited tonight uh, about our guest and uh, about the Braves and several things. Several things. The Titans won today, but we're joined in the studio. I've got a, a guest co-host, and that is none other than... Barbara Penland Lefevers, who's a local attorney, and she sits on the uh, board of the Rutherford County Recovery Court Foundation with me, and we may be touching some on uh, recovery, and uh, because our guest has somewhat to do with recovery, a little bit, I guess, yeah. Hey, Barbara, how you doing? Hey, it's a great day. How are you? Good. Thanks for uh, coming up here, taking your time to co-host thanks for having me this is incredible glad to be here have you ever done yeah have you ever done radio before no never never wow so this is barbara's first time ever doing radio yeah yeah tonight yes wow that's pretty cool (laughs) that that third voice is our guest uh it's gonna (laughs) it's Corey trimble the experienced community uh head honcho the the pastor the preacher uh, what what do you call yourself? Just Corey. Corey's Just Corey. fine. Corey's fine? Yeah, I think I've told you that so many times now that I've made you nervous <laughs> on how to address me. So. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Father. <laughs> I feel like Jimmy Swagger. I've sinned against you. Hey, uh, you, uh, you know, I've been trying to get this guy on the show for, uh, for a year now. I think it was at Just Love. I was like, I introduced myself and maybe we... Well, yeah, I was having a cup of tea and just some guy ran up and... Asked me to be on the radio. <laughs> it's like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? Who is this uh, maniac? <laughs> so, oh, Lord. I didn't mean to do that, y'all. Um, if y'all want to watch us, we're live at Mr. Murphy's Bro on Facebook. If you want to call in and ask questions, you can uh, dial 615-893-1450 for questions. So, let's just get right into it. Um, who is Corey Trimble? Who is Corey Trimble? Um, well, I, I've been in Murfreesboro since 98. Uh, my, she's my now wife. We moved here for college in 98. Got a degree in English. Um, was an English teacher out in Smyrna for a while. Um, became a, a Christian in my mid-20s. And, and the reason I say that is because uh, now I pastor a church. Started that 13 years ago. 13 years ago. Yes, sir. Wow. And, and I think what's cool, and I've been to your church. It's a the music 
everything. It's it's groovy. And the fact that y'all are next door to a brewery. Well, we actually own the building that the brewery is in, so they, 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 they rent from us. Did you go up on the rent? Have you gone up on No, it? we have not. We have been we have been very, very good to that brewery. We have not gone up on the rent. <laughs> you trade for uh, brewskis, not well, just kids. So when we bought the building, there was actually a bread company on one side, and there was a brewery on the other, and we do communion every week, so I thought that could be advantageous to us, but then the bread company went out of business. and. So it's back to the yeah, Ritz we have crackers. To, no, yeah, we, we have to do the old school wine and bread. So. <laughs> the, old, the old school. Well, that that's funny. But, yeah, y'all have – that used to be – it was like a – it was some sort of meal there. And I should know this, Mr. A Rickles lot of one. different stuff. In the oldest part, they did parachutes for World War One and Two, I believe. I think the oldest part is 1901. Wow. So there's been a plethora of different things in there. there now was, there's a church. Yeah, it's a church. And there was also a water tank out there. For the longest, I mean, they that's tore right. It down. We had to weld up the because people were like throwing stuff in there and, and where it used to be. So we we didn't want a child to fall in that hole. So we welded it. You up. welded it up. Well, tell us what uh, what's going on with uh, the church. Oh boy, what's going on with the church? So so we've planted three churches. We got one in um, Woodbury, Tennessee, and then one in Shelbyville, and then our fourth one is going to be in Tullahoma, and that should be in the next couple of months. So our cool. goal is we, we've, we're have we pretty much maxed out of space at the Murfreesboro campus, and I don't know what to do with that. Uh, we're trying to look at different options. Uh, we want to stay in that building, but we're trying to figure it out. And um, So we're planting other churches. We have people that drive from, from all over, and so if we can plant churches in those rural areas and hopefully get them out of the Murfreesboro campus into the ones in their in their hometowns, that's kind of our plan. Right on. And I, and I love that location where we are because there's so many folks in need, such as, you know, like Journey Home, and then there's the homeless camp back there. And I've seen a lot of folks come in and just get to hear the word of Jesus. And it's a I perfect area. That. Yes. Yeah, in the back, back behind mm-hmm. there by the creek. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been, um, there's been a couple of incidents over the year where there's been a couple of homeless people who have uh, either by drug overdose or there's one that got attacked a couple of years ago and murdered back right behind yeah. our church. and. It's a pretty interesting area to, to be placed in, but I think that's where a church needs to be. Mm-hmm. With yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, there was a uh, it slipped my mind. I was going to say something. There's a lot going mind. on up there. Yeah. So well, I was going to say, you know, Tullahoma. What does it stand for? I, I think I told this to you. You know all these interesting facts. I've learned this. It means red, red clay. clay. Oh, you did tell it's me. It's Native this. American. It means red clay. See, so, that's fascinating. So. I'd like to hear that in the service next time. I, I will. Tell a home. You don't have to say Mr. Murphy. I was going to say, do I have to give you credit? No. Okay, good. I'll use it. Just but use a sign like Carol Burnett used to do her ear like this. You can, <laughs> you can say it that way I know, you know. Anyway, what, Barb, do you have some questions? Well, you know, I did attend the next class, and that's where Corey tells his story. And Corey said on every Monday. First Monday of every month. Second Monday of of every month. Of every month. And so I sat um, through that and really enjoyed it. But I think that there were a few things that I did want to ask. Corey, what is the hardest part, particularly in being a preacher, about your job? People. Yes. (laughs) It's... uh, it's interesting the whole like you know love your neighbor thing in the Bible. Everyone everyone likes that until you start meeting your neighbors and um, it becomes <laughs> kind of complicated because people are people are tough right now. We, we we live in a very 
a very aggressive, divided time. And it's, um, if we're just being honest, it's just uh, people take work right now. I take work. Uh, I'm, I'm not always agreeable, but I love people. I have a huge heart for people. Um, but people are people are challenging. And I know that sounds like a vague answer, but man, the business side of it and the, the teaching side of it, that, that to me is very easy. It's getting in the mess with people and that, boy, that gets ugly sometimes. Getting down in the trenches mm-hmm. with them. And there's three things in life I always talk about. It's finances, romances, and health. Or finances, relationships, and health. In my own life, I've had it to where I was unemployable because of my drinking years ago. So people worry about their money. Do they, do they have a job? Do they have a bank account? How am I going to pay for my bills? And then relationships or romances, how's my relationship or how's y'all's relationship with your spouses or for me, my significant other? How's the relationship with the guy that just pulled out in front of you uh, at Walmart and you want to go maybe choke him down? But And then the third thing is health, especially with COVID the last two or three years. You know, and I've had a lot of friends. I was in Lewisburg today uh, showing, showing some properties. And I had a dear friend of mine who was from Lewisburg. He died. He was like 50 years old. He died of COVID. Wow. But I don't think COVID really cared if you were a Democrat or a Republican, a man or a woman, Jew or Gentile. I mean, it didn't really matter. At the end of the day, we all hurt and we all have needs and wants. You know, my big thing is the fear of abandonment, fear of rejection, stuff like that. But uh, what's your thoughts on that with, I know you've, how how did y'all get through with COVID? I mean, how did did y'all oh do Skype or well? Co- I mean, COVID was a nightmare. Um, it was an unprecedented time for for if if there happens to be any other pastors. Uh, I know you go over to New Vision and Brady and I would talk quite a bit during that time. Um, there was no winning for churches during that time. Any decision you made, it was wrong, and especially in bigger churches. We we have a big church and. Um, if we mandated masks for a while, there was one demographic that thought we were, you know, selling out and I was not trusting God and I was, you know, sacrificing my faith because I, I wanted to be practical and wear a mask and, and keep people safe. And and then when we took the masks away, there was the other group of people who said we're insensitive and I'm going to kill people. Us. And yeah. literally, we I had to put a restraining order on a guy because he, he threatened to harm me because I was I was a murderer because we because uh, we eventually took our masks off. And um it was it was such a tightrope for 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 people in um, in a position like mine. Right, there was just no winning, and it was tough. And man, people showed their butts. Yeah, during COVID <laughs> on both sides. True colors. That's right. Yeah. But as we phased back in, you all did a real good job in terms of hey, at this particular service, masks are optional. Or at this one, you 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 wear one. That's right. We kind of reached that a, was really good. Well, thank you. Yeah. We tried to we tried to reach a point to where it kind of appeased both sides yes. a little bit, and um, and even in that, you know, some people are you know some people are so opinionated and, and easily offended, and, and um, it's tough. I'm glad Barbara's here. She yeah. can She's say smooth. good it, things uh, about the church. Yes. <laughs> it goes back again to what the hardest part and you of are a member of this is. church. <laughs> yes, I do attend there. Well, I like but New you Vision. Know, it, it's so it, New Vision is a well, wonderful church. <laughs> yes, 
But I, when I started there, I was like, where's my membership card? Or, you know, like traditional churches. But How many people go to, go to the experience? I took a picture today. Uh, we've got about 6,000 between the, the three campuses. And about in Murfreesboro, it's about 5,000. I think that's good that y'all are branching out. Because there's people, for whatever reason, you know, it's not the building. It's the people that make the church. That's right. Jesus said that. That's right. So, um, but branching out with other people may be afraid to come into town or whatever, but uh, I think New Vision, we helped start one. Well, Buchanan. In the Buchanan, Buchanan and Laverne. There's one. When churches are hurting and they need help, I think it's important <sighs> that other churches are there. Mm-hmm. I know it's supposed to be, well, if you're Church Christ, it's only Church Christ. If it's Baptist, you're, you're this. Well, Catholic, you're this. I, but y'all y'all don't really have a well, denomination. Well, I'll, I'll bra- we're, we're non-denominational. What's your mission but, statement? Uh Authentic community, authentic community, uh, authentic worship, authentic community, and authentic community service. That's Good our job. Well, and everyone in our church should 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 know that we right. communicate it a lot. I was going to say what's what's great about this town though. Um, New Vision, Brady Cooper, and I are, are pretty good buddies, and um, he's willing to cross that denominational line. David do fish, Young, do you fish with him? Have you I fished? am not a fisher. He no tries. He tries to get me to fish, and I tell him I'm kind of a Yankee and I don't know what to do with a fishing pole, and he laughs he at likes me. To but fish, yeah. um, <laughs> David Young. David Young from North Boulevard Church of Christ. I've spoken there. He's spoken at our church. He's a very, very good friend of mine, one of my best friends. Um, lots of great churches in this town that, that, that they don't really care about that denominational line. They cross it, and they we play well together, if you will. We have African-American churches that we switch up the Baptists. Oh, yeah. They, they, uh, uh, brother Jason McCarran, Scales, McCarran, James McCarroll, great McCarran, guys. Yeah. 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 Uh, Vincent, you know Vincent Windrow? I do. We he's he's a character. Vinny. Uh, Monty Lester, he's a preacher. Yep, good, great guy. We, we grew up together. Um, yeah, it's important for a community. It's Absolutely. important, mm-hmm. regardless if you believe or not a believer. I mean, my belief is that Jesus is for everybody. It doesn't matter if you're whatever color, skin, whatever, you know, sexual, whatever. <laughs> I shouldn't say that on the radio, but whatever. Well, it the is, producer's Jesus, gone, so we can say whatever we want right now. Jesus so. is about everybody. That's right. Right. I was going to say a little bit ago, um, I took a picture of the folks in the church this morning, and I bet there were over 300. I'm just guessing. It was crowded. What service were you at? I was at, at your the last one at the 11 o'clock. At the 11 mm-hmm. o'clock, I think we had about 1,000 in the room oh, just well, at that service. Wait, yeah. Is, well, is that packed? No, Does that mean it's packed? No, there's 1,600 chairs, so you still got some room in I there. Three. Who sets the Bar- chairs Barbara's up? selling me short over here, I'm you know. Make her set the chairs up. <laughs> yeah. That's right. If you're really dedicated, you need to do I the, need chairs. To set the chairs. That's right. Up. Hey, I want to make a note. You guys are both wearing church shirts tonight. Yes. Oh, yes. So that makes me feel pretty cool. Yes. Yeah, even though I go to New Vision, I'm I'm going to head. Well, that's okay. Brady's <laughs> probably asleep right now, so. Testify. That's yes. now. Tell us about these. What what's these t-shirts about? Well, I think that so it's it's the um, experience music, right? And yeah, so yeah. they sell the shirts, and they sang this one. So Testify we were, this we morning. we wrote that song. Oh. So that's a song that our worship team wrote. So and now you're wearing the shirt. Would you like to sing some of it? I would not like to sing <laughs> any of it. But hey, um, what? So it testify. What does testify mean to y'all? I think that's just telling people what God has done in your life—a mm-hmm. a, a testimony. Yeah. Br- briefly mentioned it this morning. Um, he did in in our our sermon, Revelation twelve eleven, that by the blood of the Lamb and and the word of our testimony that we overcome evil. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So even you, Bill, you're we were talking out there, and you're talking about um. 
all the amazing things that you've kind of come through over the years. And I think that's powerful. So if you and I are, are, are talking and, and, and I'm an atheist or an agnostic and you come at me with the Bible, well, I don't believe in the Bible, so you're not going to get any ground with me on that. But if you and I build a relationship and you tell me how God has worked in your life, well, that kind of that kind of gets my attention. Your testimony Amen. is important. We, we do it by attraction, attraction rather than promotion. That's good. Hey, look the at way that. you live is the way people will follow. This is why you're Mr. Murfreesboro. I took my I notes this morning, and, and, and Corey said, people see the power of God working through us, so share your testimony. Amen. We're here to witness. That's right. We're here to witness. Mm. Barbara's a pretty fantastic congregant, so, yeah. I take my a, notes. A, a congregant? I've never heard that. That means that somebody who comes to church. Sure. Part yeah. of the congregation. Now, we didn't. I didn't mention Alan Jackson, World Outreach. Sure. He's a... And I, I like Alan. Yeah, Alan's always been nice to me. I've heard, and I, Alan, if you're listening, love you, dude. Uh, they call that not touchdown, Jesus. That's Notre Dame. Uh, <laughs> six flags. They, uh, six it, flags over Jesus. Alan, uh, if you are listening, I'm really sorry right now. <laughs> Some of my good best friends go to world. I've been to World Outreach. He's a good man. He is a good man. They do a lot of good stuff out there. Um, and I grew up at Central Christian Church. The Disciples of Christ were, were Campbellites. Right on uh, Main Street. Manny and Main, the Gold Dome. Yeah. It mm -hmm. looks like a mosque. It does. It does. But it's it's a disciple of Christ, which Ronald <laughs> Wilson Reagan was a disciple of Christ for all you Republicans out there. Really? He was. He, his mother was a Wilson. Ronald Wilson. Oh, we got to take a break. I was going to say the you producer's bet, in you, here. we got to clean up our language, too. We're, so. we're, we're going to take a break here on the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. We'll be back with Corey Trimble. Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parks Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. Or you can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. Old Stone Fort Golf Course is the place for you to get away for the day to play golf. Located right next to the beautiful Duck River and only five minutes from I-24. Whether you're a beginner or avid golfer, Old Stone Fort Golf Course is ideal for you. Golf carts are available and there is a golf shop. You can play nine holes for $9 and kids 12 and under play for free. They are located at 1017 Country Club Lane in Manchester, Tennessee. You can call for a tee time at 931-954-0366. You can also follow Old Stone Fort Golf Course on Facebook. Did you know there is a new title and escrow company in town and they have 20 plus years of experience in the business? For all of your real estate closings, contact Authority Title at 615-819-5880. You can also stop by their Brandy Wine office located at 319 Hickerson Drive just off of the square. They are our preferred real estate partner. You can also follow them at Authoritarian's Escrow on Facebook. Welcome back to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. This is Bill Wilson, also known as Mr. Mr. Murfreesboro. Mr. Murfreesboro. 
<laughs> We're joined in the studio. Our guest tonight is Corey Tremble with the Experience Community Church here in Murfreesboro. And my co-host tonight is Barbara Lefevre. She's a, a local attorney, and we sit on the Rutherford County Recovery Court Foundation Board. Let's... By the he way, likes to pinch yeah, me yeah, and aggravate me during the yeah, I do. <laughs> no. I like. I tell you what, I went to Atlanta last night. Meredith and I went down to Atlanta, and I drove my new 2005 Buick LaCrosse. Well, that's a good thing because Atlanta traffic is like a Mad Max film. So <laughs> if it gets banged up, you know, at well, least no, it's not I, a brand new car. Everybody makes fun yeah. of me, and I still have the Prius. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell the Prius, but. It rode, it rides like a Cadillac. Have you ridden mm-hmm. in a Buick lately, mm-hmm. man? It's just like. <laughs> it's like Have own. I ridden in a Buick lately? What do you no. drive? A, uh, what you? I drive a Toyota. Bar- Barbara's husband sells Toyotas. I drive yeah. a Toyota. You drive a, to- a Toyota. A Camry. Yeah. yeah. Great ja- car. Jackson, what do you drive? <laughs> what does he drive? I'm curious. You know those little Flintstone cars you got to run your feet on? Yabba dabba do. Yeah, yabba dabba do it to work. But those are, those are economical. Yeah, yeah. that's so, smart. You you have no idea how much I save on fuel. Yeah, <laughs> and his well, and his legs are exquisite. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You see my calves. I'm Tough like guy. a sprint star. <laughs> Johnny Westmiller. No, he's swaying. That was Tarzan. Uh, <laughs> let's let's talk a little bit about recovery. Since we went from Atlanta to, to the Flintstones to, to now recovery. recovery, I like it. Yeah. Well, people kind of know my story. If you know me, I've I've been without a drink of alcohol. September twenty first of nineteen ninety one was my last. That was my drug of choice. Now, hmm. I've not had a drink. I've had other setbacks. To be honest with you, in sure. those thirty one years, uh, I'm no marriage counselor. I've been. Married four times, so there's a lot of shame and guilt that goes with that. I'd like to say it was all their fault, but after the fourth marriage, I had something to do with it, I guess. But it, you, I, you know, I, I'm I feel like I'm probably the least judgmental person on earth. I, I, I mean, you acknowledge that you made some mistakes. Uh, hopefully, you've learned from those mistakes and the relationship you're you're oh, in yes. now. I hope that, that you know you treat her like gold. So yeah, that, I was going to say uh, I'm grateful. I don't. Nobody intends on hurting anybody. I don't think any of us wake up. I'm gonna hurt, you know, because my heart's right. We, 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 it's between my ears. Sometimes we, we, I get we, messed up. We become selfish, and in our selfishness, we inadvertently, I think, hurt people. But I mean, we're all prone to to that pursuit of ourselves. Right. You know, hedonism. Absolutely, hedonism. Do as the Romans do. Nobody, you know. I think what addicts do. Once, for me personally, I can talk about me. I can't talk about anybody else, but. That first time, like say I got drunk or whatever, and I got that that high, I was always trying to get back to that, and I never could get back to it. Hmm. And it was my higher power for for several years, from about age fifteen to age twenty five. And you know, it was September twenty first of ninety one. I had a white light experience and uh, woke up was violently sick got down to 122 pounds and i'm six four and i was throwing up had blood and stuff but the compulsion to drink removed because i heard god saying bill you're dying you got to quit but uh and i got help through a 12-step program um have a lot of friends who have gotten a lot of help that program saved my life where did you do your 12-step out well, I went through a treatment center okay. at CDS. I, 
it took me two treatment centers uh, but you know what i found out i always thought if you had to be an addict or an alcoholic barber that you had to be uh living under a bridge homeless right come to find out there's people who are doctors Paul attorneys Newman. yeah truck drivers <laughs> actors coaches athletes and most addicts and alcoholics, I know they're very intelligent, mm-hmm. but for some reason I never could get back, and I had to get a power greater than myself to replace that booze and other stuff. So, hmm. but that saved my life. But the Lord saves my soul. You know what I mean? Amen. Yeah, that's good. Okay, I'm tired of talking about me. Let's talk about you. Talk about me. Yeah. Huh? Talk, talk, talk a little bit I, about the way you kind of the stories you were telling out there if you want to i got no i got a lot of fun stories um no in a nutshell uh my parents got divorced when i was about i think i was 11 or 12 and this is a preacher talking by the way i didn't mean to interrupt no no no, no, i don't i don't care and and my family my my nuclear family we, we literally all went different directions my sister moved to indianapolis she's now in chicago my mom moved back up to st louis where i'm from and my dad and i were left in the mount juliet area but we had no relationship and so i just I started doing drugs when I was about 14, you know, the typical smoking weed, drinking. Smoking uh, some babies. Yeah. yeah. Inhalants when we couldn't get a hold of real drugs. We'd huff. You're a huffer? Oh, yeah, yeah. Free on. Basalts? All all kind of. Basalts didn't exist back then, you know. (laughs) This was a long time ago. This was 30 years ago. I don't know how people do that. But anyway, go ahead. Well, and um, anyways, you know, kind of the typical story where, where, you know, we're smoking weed. I smoked a, a joint that was laced with with cocaine and ended up going down that road. And I I ended up doing a twelve step at Cumberland Heights, um, that which was, was great. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but but I had a couple of suicide attempts, and that's what kind of sobered me up. Is is, and I didn't know God at that time. I I, I know God was at work, but you were I didn't, just ready to check out. I was. I was ready to check out, and and um, I eventually came to know Christ uh, after my now wife, um, she left me because I treated her like garbage, and uh. And I had a third, a third attempt at taking my life, and that's when I, I got saved. It I was I was about to be twenty three, so about eight years. Um, you, no, no, that's nine years. You were fourteen when you started. Uh, fourteen. Twenty three. So it was I, t- I nine had, years of of like insanity. I, well, yeah, I had cleaned up significantly by the time uh, I graduated high school because I went to recovery when I was sixteen. Not even twenty one. That was the first time I turned twenty one in a treatment center. Yeah. And twenty two and the workhouse but go ahead. <laughs> yeah no no no. i went through i went through a 12 step in at cumberland heights when i was i was still a teenager um yeah. so um i got off the hard drugs pretty pretty early and then and then kind of had some some pretty big relapses in my 20s and and um anything make the news i got arrested a couple of times but i wasn't important enough to make the news uh so you know <laughs> but no there's no articles out there's there there's no articles okay yeah, by the god. grace of god so. <laughs> thank you lord Yes. Mug shots. No mugshots. Thank God they have the mobile app back then, <laughs> right? Can, can I, I know y'all don't get on there, do you? The, you know, there was a time when I did. I used to Barbara? get on there. I do. And I'll tell you why she's I used attorney. to. She, she's I looking for she, leads. She leads. has to. She's looking for leads. Um, <laughs> I had to get on there because for, for a while at the church, I'd have so many of my people in jail. So I'd get on the app and see who got arrested, and I knew who to go visit in jail. Mm-hmm. There was somebody, and I'm not going to mention the name. They, t- I, I, I told them who was coming on the show, our guest. Oh, and no. they said they said you were the the real deal. You went. 
Hey, some preachers don't go to the hospital. You've got these bigger churches will have a team. So, so when I when when my oldest was little, when we first started the church, she's she's about to be fourteen. I don't know if she's listening now or not. Hope, hopefully not. But uh, um, when my my almost fourteen year old, uh, when she was a little little girl, when I first started the church, I would go to the jail, and um, I watched her during the day, and so I would work and do the church stuff and and work at night, and I would take her with me. To go do jail calls when I would go and sit in front of the glass, and my little wow. bitty two-year-old daughter would be sitting on my lap, and I'm talking to inmates. <laughs> Daddy, what a crayon! <laughs> yeah, Man, but she thought it was the coolest thing in the world, and all the inmates loved it, and, and the the people at 940 loved it. And, you didn't uh, leave her there, did you? No, heck, no, no, no. But uh, it was interesting. She she eventually you can interview her on the radio. Now, how old is she now? She's 13. She'll be 14 here in a couple of months, and. Um, She's a good kid. I got two daughters. I got her, and then I got a ten-year-old, and and they're both. Who's your favorite? Oh, gosh, if you were to ask them, they would both say <laughs> that they, they are. are. Yeah. They are the favorite. I mean, I love them both. Uh, never, never wanted boys. I wanted girls. So you just have girls. Two girls, man, and they are that you know. I'm not just kidding. That, yeah, yeah. If my wife's listening, she she will. Uh, now, what is your wife's name? Alicia. Alicia. Okay. Wonderful woman. Um, I uh. I have a 22-year-old son, okay? Okay. William, I know you're listening, son. Uh, love him very dearly. You know, I think it was Sunday. The, not Sunday. Today, today's Sunday, but it was National Sunday the other day. So he is going to graduate in December. From MTSU? From MTSU. It oh, only took him four years. It took me eight years straight. I was like that movie Van Wilder. It took me seven, so, <laughs> so it's good. Yeah. It took me four and a half. I should have been yeah. a doctor. After eight years, I think you were a doctor or an attorney, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm still thinking about getting my law degree. I think David Bragg went, Judge Bragg went to law school when he was in his 30s or 40s. So, you know, I'm, I'm still thinking about doing that. But my dad used to say, my dad, uh, Floyd Wilson, who was a local state farm agent here, one of the first ones, he would always say, son, wait till you have your own son, your own children. Then you'll understand. He's talking from above. When things go down, and my my son's great, three point eight, great point average. He's already got. He's in the concrete business. Is he your only only he, child? Yes. Wow. And he he's working for Lithgow. He's got an internship and he's got a job already. I mean, it's unreal. Benefit, healthcare, all that. We didn't have that when I graduated. I sold ADT security systems when I graduated. I was I was out there. Yeah. Well, you know what, ma'am, uh, the dog can't call the police or. The gun can't call the police. Well, I'll just I have a gun. I'll just, you know, I'm like, well, the, they'll shoot the dog, you know. Um, yeah, I yes. saw so many Lawrence because of that. They'll shoot the dog. <laughs> Again, what, what's so fascinating about this conversation is we are literally going We're everywhere. Tr- I know. I've just don't no, go I love into it. Kroger with your gym shorts on with your gun. That's true. Well, tell do you have because it Barb? Let's say Barb talk. For a no, no, yes, I'd what, like tell some stories because you are an uh, attorney. And uh, tell us what what's your job like. Tell you know, tell us a good story. I am just on the front line trying to advance the kingdom. That's it. I'm, <clears throat> everybody always says that you know I'm, you know my clients. That one thing I think they say about me is that I I love them. You know I care about them, and I mm. don't ever feel like I'm better than them. And I think that's really important because oftentimes you find people who are desperate and want love and want to be heard and. They just want somebody to care about them. Amen. And I do get mad. Not at the, you know, I get mad because of the system and how the system 
just really isn't designed to help a lot of folks right. you know, with with recovery and mental illness and things. And I'll get fighting mad, and Eric Farmer will have to slip me a note about. Calm down. Yes. Eric Farmer's a <laughs> Eric Farmer's a good man. Yes. He's he's an elder at our church. Yes. He's a good man. He is. He's a great man. He'll what, slip me a note. What's your typical then. client? Is it a male, female, nineteen year old, twenty eight year old? So I have a diverse practice. I do a lot of criminal. That's probably fifty percent, and then I do some civil. But um, lot, uh, I think all of my criminal at this point is court appointed. I take court appointed, and mm. it just varies. It could be half men, <clears throat> half uh, half women, but. I can tell you each and every one of them are hurting and each and every one of them need Jesus and each and every one of them need somebody to care about them. Right. And there've been a lot who have gone through recovery court uh, that I've represented and it's not my, my story to tell my glory. It's theirs because right. they've made it. I've just held the pom-poms. You just helped them along the that's way, right. but that's important that's right. too, to be a shepherd. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it. we are. Cause I'm that wayward sheep or the prodigal son. So in the, the drug court and the recovery court, it's the same same entity, correct? Right. So that so I kind of think of it like an umbrella. It's recovery court. You have the drug court. You have the mental health court, the veterans I court. See. And what a um, blessing to have that here in yes. Rutherford County because there's a lot of counties that don't have it. And that. it's very, yes. very healthy. Um, yes. I've got, to, I've got to witness some of that. During COVID, actually, yes. they did drug court in our church for a while because they didn't have space here uh, because of the distance you had to have between people. And uh, Judge Eyshied called me and, and asked, and I love her, by the way. Yes, and, um, she's great. Yes, she's great. You guys are doing such a good job over there. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm newer to the board. Am I newer than you? Um, are we about two I years now? Yeah, I, I think I'm newer than you. Okay. and we, We've got an event coming up, too. We, we do. We have a fundraiser in November, yeah. and forgive me. We don't I don't have remember all the, the details. Day. I need to get information about that. Yes. Yeah, it's coming up. It's coming up. It's okay. it's going to be the open house. We have a new director. Her name is Lachelle Ricks, and I think it's so important that we at Recovery Court open the doors to the community so mm-hmm. they can come in, meet the director, see what's going on, and fellowship with folks. Um, I'm excited about that fundraiser. Right. Mm-hmm. And how people, it's be a good one. you know, through the community, there's uh, people think this certain area mm-hmm. only has addiction, or this neighborhood. It's everywhere y'all it's it's in the big houses yeah it's in the little houses it's everywhere it's it's like the big bad wolf addiction you know i'm gonna blow your house down and until my own you know until i wanted some help but the seed was planted Mm -hmm. you just said Corey, that you started 14 and then you were 23 when it finally took um had your conviction with christ and all that but the thing is it Everybody's well. It's not going to happen to me. You don't. Nobody really knows until you can't tell somebody. Well, to. And that's what's so interesting. Barbara talking about the different people you work with. Um, I remember a time. Uh, I, I've told this story to, to people before. I was at uh, Riverbend Maximum Security Prison one time. The, the former warden comes to the church, sitting down with death row inmates. Wow. Death row. But the majority of these men that you're sitting with, <laughs> this is going to sound crazy were decent, normal people that made one really, really Mm -hmm. bad choice. And I imagine the people that Barbara works with, Mm -hmm. a lot of decent people that have some trauma, some hurt, and made one really bad choice. And um, so again, I'm glad that we have lawyers, I'm glad that we have judges and DAs uh, that have some compassion and sympathy and are looking out for even people who've done bad things. Mm-hmm. Amen. And the people that commit crime, I would say if we opened up the jails and prisons, 
I would say 70 to 80, if not 90% committing crimes were either under the influence or they were robbing somebody or whatever to get money to continue their addiction. And, and so if we just incarcerate them and don't do anything to, to have recovery in their lives, we're just going to repeat That's the right. exact same thing. Right. There's got to be some way to at least offer some kind of rehabilitation to these individuals. And that, I know that's Barbara's whole mission and your your mission, Bill, but it's very commendable. So, You know, I'll sit down and I'll, I'll sit behind the glass or even I'll go to the jail and I'll tell folks, I'm one decision away from where you're sitting. I'm no better than you. All of us. But yeah. I'm, I'm right here with you and I'll go as far as you'll let me help you. But, uh, you know. Right. You got to make the decision, mm-hmm. and I always end it with Jesus loves you. Everybody gets tickled because you know, um, you know, folks try to say, well, you know, folks in the jail, they 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 always find Jesus. Well, good, they need to find Jesus somewhere. Well, Jesus know? hung so, out with you know his apostles like Paul. They used to murder Christians and right. impel mm-hmm. them, and I mean just crazy stuff. But yeah, yeah, and that's Tommy Martin, the original Mister Murfreesboro, used to end his when he would see you out. He'd say, mm-hmm. "I love you." And so, Jesus loves you, and so does uh, Tommy Martin. So you said original Mister Murfreesboro. So have you like <laughs> taken on a mantle from someone? Uh, there was original. Let me. You, have you not been following me? What? I'm so Poor. sorry. But uh, no, there was a gentleman by the name of Tommy Martin, who back in the forties and 50s, he was a businessman. There were several businessmen here, and the people don't realize Murfreesboro would not look the way it does without these these businessmen but tommy martin was mr murphy's boy he he helped recruit companies like state farm general electric even though it's not here chromalocks and and other ones and uh nissan yeah wow he helped create jobs wow he was out there like murfreesboro he was a cheerleader an ambassador so he got the moniker as mr murfreesboro so inadvertently i have this guy to blame for the traffic that i deal with well, every day in Murfreesboro. his family's listening now <laughs> but his now he and my grandfather were good friends and granddad was the sheriff and all that stuff but and then tommy's mr martin's grandsons were good friends of mine huh. before i started this i took hunter mcfarland to lunch at uh, the tasty table over here and i said hey man i'm thinking about doing a mr murfreesboro social media facebook i'm not going to do it unless you give me the go ahead what do you think and he said i think it'll be great so yeah, look at that yeah it's, it's it's taken off and uh there's sometimes i'm like well you know why did i do this because at three o'clock in the afternoon there may be a pillage of smoke in the county people calling me going there's some smoke coming out do you know what it is mr murphy's like, no i don't hey i like to go no, to lunch with him because those fries are hot and that burger is good you know it's like celebrity status yeah so yeah it's great but you know I t- yeah that's it i tell you man it's the yeah. the world has gone mad hasn't it it's crazy it is it yes it's gone mad gone yes. mad that like the movie it's a mad mad world what are they going after money Huh? Yeah. So, so my wife and I will will talk sometimes about the news and about you know what's happening with the government, and it's always kind of my response. If you if you follow the money, you'll typically see where it's all coming from. It's it's uh, I can get quite pessimistic and cynical about those things, and I probably need to work on that. Right. You and me both. What the Bible says: the love of money. The, for the love of money, absolutely. If you yeah, it's so yeah. If you switch. You're supposed mm-hmm. to glorify him yeah. in all that we do. Um, well, I'll tell you what. 
I'm, I'm going to do something right now. I need to make some announcements real quick. Make some announcements. October 22nd, which is on a Saturday, at the Gateway Island, the Walk to End Alzheimer's is going to be there. I'm actually the MC for this event. And it's the, the Gateway Island over off Medical Center Parkway, Saturday, September 22nd at 9 a.m. So y'all need to come out, get your team. And I'm going to post the link where people can donate or get a team together saturday october 22nd the gateway island the walked in alzheimer's and then i want to thank a, a a new sponsor vintage gypsy beauty at 507 northwest broad street hannah smith they do hair color lash extensions <laughs> you looked at me with the hair color it's because well, my hair is going is very it gray? gray it's getting there you know what yes. gray means in the bible's wisdom you, you're a smart dude i don't have any gray hair i must be a you really don't uh <laughs> <laughs> lash extensions sew-ins uh they do nails manicure and pedicure and facials barb you have to go in and okay. check them out drake's barbershop so we've got the girls taken care of with Vintage Gypsy Beauty, and then Drake's Barbershop, which just celebrated 50 years in wow. business. Jason Rigney, who's a veteran. Also comes to the experience. He's a Jason good guy. Does. He does. Jason and Amy, good friends. I actually sold the ha- their house to them that they live in. <laughs> Wheel Works. If you if you have a problem with your wheels, okay? Hmm. Not, not Barney Rubble Wheels with your feet. I'm talking, if you want feet, you go to Vintage Gypsy Beauty. But... <laughs> wheels you go down and see mitch robinson at wheel works right here on south church street if you need a loan you go see Rhonda mccrary with primus they're no longer first horizon they're primus she's a loan officer here and if you need to get a close you need to have a closing go see tabitha keen authority title and escrow and then if you'd like to play golf go down to manchester i think everybody has an old stone fort golf course experience have you ever are you a golfer not really, are you? No, you so look more I, like a hockey I, player. I, <laughs> you like two two. So, so I own I own a really nice set of Callaways and uh, some nice drivers, and I never play anymore. So. Just you don't have time. You're, I mean, it, it, man, golf's an expensive hobby. It is, isn't it? Meredith it is. is really good. Meredith was a two-time state champion golfer. Interesting. I think it was ninety three, ninety four, and then she played collegially at Memphis State. And well, you should write a uh, like a book of of Murfreesboro facts, fact, like one of those, factoid. Yeah, like one of those books you get when you go into the restroom and you just want to like read like a couple Corey of interesting things. He's not a preacher. He's Corey. <laughs> yeah, you know, just little Speaking fun of facts. Books, he's written yeah, let's too. Talk, yeah. yes. oh. That was a leeway into his books. I didn't know you had. I didn't know you were an author too. I'm, I'm a pretty terrible. Self promoted. How hard so. was it to write a book? How many pages is um, it? So my first one was was longer than it should have been. It was like two forty, and then my second one was what it should have been. It was about one fifty, one fifty five, something like that. With, was it illustrate? Who illustrated it? No illustrations. Um, that would have been fun. I should have done that. You should, no, you got to have pictures, man. Yeah, I think I probably would have sold more copies if I had fun pictures. So give us the names of the book, and can you get it at Amazon? Where can you get it? Uh, the, the the second one was was published um, through a through a publisher and uh so you can get it pretty much anywhere uh the first one was called an authentic pursuit and it was basically my life story and the story of how the the church kind of took shape and then the second one was um it's called an an authentic experience and basically a book about how christians can both build relationships with any kind of person while not sacrificing their their biblical integrity 
So how can we get to know people who are vastly different from us without compromising our, our beliefs? Right. So. And, okay. That's, it is kind of awkward when you're with people who may not be believers. Right, which you should be. Them. You should be you with sh- people that aren't believers. I yeah. agree. I agree. When we come back from the break, I want you to talk about how the church got started and okay. all that stuff. You've been listening to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show here on WGNS. We'll be right back. Curve them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Vintage Gypsy Beauty, helping women feel beautiful. Call and make your appointment now. Men's and women's cuts, color, styles, braids, extensions, nails, spray tans, and more. Vintage Gypsy Beauty. Call now at 615-653-2311. Check them out on Facebook. Or book your appointment on their website, VintageGypsyBeauty.com. That's 615-653-2311 or VintageGypsyBeauty.com. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DJ Ruthie Awards, and she's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile and personally taking care of her customers. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203 here in Murfreesboro. Reach her by phone, 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Did you know there is a new title and escrow company in town and they have 20 plus years of experience in the business for all of your real estate closings contact authority title at 615-819-5880 you can also stop by their brandy wine office located at 319 hickerson drive just off of the square they are our preferred real estate partner you can also follow them at authoritarians escrow on facebook Listening to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show here on WGNS. And Corey Tremble has been kind enough to be our guest tonight. And Barbara Penland Lefevers has been nice enough to be our guest co host. So, what do you think about being guest co host? Has that been fun? Is it it's, been, it's what were your great. expectations? I, this, Extremely high, huh? Yes. And <laughs> we you let have, you down. You have exceeded. Those. Okay, good. It's been well, great. It's I'm just nervous. Hey, mm-hmm. I have to ask. So, is is your hyphenated name? Is that a maiden name? And yes. I love that. Thank you. I yes. tried to talk my wife into doing that. She wouldn't do it because yeah. her maiden name's Donofrio, and I'm like, how cool is that? So she's Italian, right? She's very Italian. And so is my husband, Lafevers. Interesting. Well, is they that say Italian? it's French, but it's French. he's Italian. Yeah. He's French Italian. He's French Italian. French Italian. That's good. That's he a good is. combination. You can look at him and tell he's Italian. Really? Yeah. Um, I want I want you to share with us how the church got started and what were you was it your idea? It, yeah, yeah, it, it was. It was the same. Yeah, yeah, it was my idea. Um, we started it in in 2009, and the economy was awful. Yeah. And um, 
I went from having a pretty cushy job at, a, at another church and uh, the only church I've ever been at besides the one I started. And my wife and I, uh, you know, we knew we were supposed to start a church. It was a, a terrible time to do it. And um, it was rough. I worked third shift and um, we would watch. Uh, my, my oldest daughter was born about three weeks before we started the church. Wow. And so I would watch my daughter all day while my wife worked. She was a biochemist. And then um, when she would get home, I'd pass my baby off and, and I'd sleep for about five hours and I'd go to work from 10 to 6 in the morning, different places. Um, being a janitor for a while, worked at the Murfreesboro Athletic Club for a while. Just did whatever I had to do. Wow. And then, and then that. we started the church. Started the church. It was me, my wife, and, and one other guy. And no money, no nothing. And we funded everything out of our own pocket and i didn't take a paycheck from the church till it was running about 500 people because wow. i just couldn't afford it so um the church couldn't afford it and uh so i mean it, it, it is i'm sure everyone says this about the things they do in ministry but it was quite miraculous it was a pretty miraculous thing all in you know all well i mean people ask sometimes did you think it would be successful and and if i didn't i, I wouldn't have done the things that 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 my family had to do and right I, I was confident from day one not in myself but i was just confident in what what god had told me to do and 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 so was my wife and so uh god's been really good to us taking care of us and your story continues well yeah and and you know i'm 43 which i know is not old by any stretch but you know i'm trying to think now in 10 years, 15 years, I'm probably going to be, you know, not as relevant as I am right now. So now trying to think of how do you start to, you know, how do you start to pass this baton? Right. And, um, we've started all these other churches. We've, we've helped start six churches and, and now we, we, we currently have three. We're about to have our fourth. And, um, and so I've passed that off, but I'm, you know, who do I give this big monstrosity in Murfreesboro? to eventually and i'm already i'm just trying to think of that you know i think y'all do some mission work like is it new york city or uh, big, yeah we big, work with i think that's so cool like yeah a lot of people go overseas but y'all keep it in and, and, the and states. We, we do a lot overseas you know a lot of people don't know my wife's my wife's family is all boston and new york that's where they're boston. from boston and um and most people don't know in the northeastern part of the united states there there is less a percentage of christians in the northeast than there are in most countries overseas Wow, and um, you know we work with churches in Burlington, Vermont, and Delaware. We work with churches in Staten Island, uh, uh, Brooklyn, one in Albany, and um, we've worked with churches in in Providence, Rhode Island, and Salem, Massachusetts. And have you been to all of them? All those. I go to them several times a year, and uh, you know work with those pastors. We 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 help train them, equip them, we help them financially, and um, I just have a heart for New England. It's it's beautiful up there. Beautiful. Because I was a Celtics fan growing up. Larry Legend. Yeah. The Chief. Yep. He's great. Robert Parrish. Kevin McHale. Yeah. Um, yeah. Boston. The Boston we, Tea Party. No, I was gonna say we, we can <laughs> easily so good. <laughs> we can easily switch over to basketball at this point. You know, yeah. if you want yeah, to. Yeah, we can talk basketball. Uh, so you don't. Do you have a favorite team? Do you? I know you said you didn't really care for Atlanta. So, I mean, so, so I'm I didn't from, mean it like that. He, since he I'm from it. St. Louis, I'm a huge Cardinals That's fan. Right. Cardinals, Albert Pujols. Yeah, they're having a great year. You know, I've, I've never been a huge football guy. If you're from St. Louis, you don't really care about football because we don't. You know, we didn't have a football team. Um, and when we did have football teams, no one cared. So then you move to the South, and football is you know the prevailing god of the Southeast. Right. So. Um, and again, I, I I try to get into football. I, I keep up with the Titans. I you know it's pretty it was pretty awesome to see MTSU beat Miami. Yeah, uh, yeah. that was awesome. Um, but uh, man, boy, football's big down here. It's big, isn't it? It's big. And walking horses. 
<laughs> so I had no idea how big of a deal that was till we planted a church in Shelbyville. And there's billboards all over that town, and it'll say, like, Nighthawk. And I'm like, what the heck is Nighthawk? It's the a pusher. horse. You know? Yeah. Or it'll, it'll, there'll be whole billboards of horses. And I'm like, man, these people take their horses pretty darn serious. Well, when you have people like Zsa Zsa Gabor and Ross Perot have horses. Ross Perot had a horse in Shelbyville. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, he's still alive. I'm see, all ears, Larry. Larry, see, that, I'm that, all ears. That could go in your bathroom book. You <laughs> bathroom, could put that Ross in the bathroom book. You think book. I should do that? I'm going to have a uh, – but, but, you know, horses. This Murfreesboro, growing up here in the 70s, there's only 30,000 people lived here. That's wild. I mean, we're, you walk around the square, hey. I mean, so, I so do you know we're on track to surpass Chattanooga, Chattanooga and Knoxville? We will be – it will go Nashville, Memphis, Murfreesboro in the next couple of years. I mean, I don't doubt it. That's it's bizarre. It's the reason we need more funding for recovery and more recovery programs. One hundred percent. Amen. We need uh, in the yeah. We we need that. The more people, it's all no, like a numbers mm-hmm. game. The more people, the more praising, and the more mm-hmm. stuff that happens. It, Good, bad, and uh, and I, I and I feel like our city right now is is it, we're in this fine line to where we could either really grow in a healthy beautiful way or or if we're not careful and not aware flush it to your point barbara i think we can easily go in a negative direction and become kind of a bad part of south nashville type yeah thing going on it's it's a weird limbo that that our town's in right now maybe we could just build a wall up there (laughs) (laughs) any conversation of walls has become quite taboo (laughs) i think smyrna and laverne are building between each other i'm just kidding i love the people in smyrna and laverne and Woodbury too. Oh yeah. But I have family and all uh, all over. I t- my grandfather's one of nine kids, so I'll tell everybody I'm, we're probably cousins. You, you know, so a lot of people are moving out towards the Woodbury mm-hmm. direction because it's so pretty out there, and and it's beautiful. Taxes are less. It's they can beautiful. get more bang for their buck. Uh, people are moving to Manchester, Tullahoma. That's right. Shelville. Shelbyville. Shelbyville. Yeah. And, uh, I still pronounce the, all the letters in the, in the names. Do. I do. Shelbyville. I remember when we first moved to Tennessee, my dad was at a Waffle House and said, Lebanon. And boy, <laughs> people looked at him like he was absolutely <laughs> insane. <laughs> you know? And then we learned you don't we say... We got a foreigner you here. You don't, yeah, you don't say <laughs> Lebanon. It's like Lafette. You know, they'll say Lafayette. It's Lafette. Maybe here in the county. South. You know, yeah. You're talking yeah, about Lafayette. That's right. Well, Red Bull and Springs. Lafette. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's where my dad's family's from, Red Bull and Springs. So you Uh, know it's Lafayette. Lafayette. I thought that's that is French. I thought it was Lafayette. I I still say Lafayette, and I and and there's a Lafayette too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I feel like we need another hour. I don't feel like I've had enough time with you guys. We're good. We're we're gonna bring you back. Oh, that'd be fun. I like to to hear more of your story. We didn't. Is there anything else we need to cover in two minutes? Oh, I had one more good question. Hold on, I wrote it down. So, and this, I have to credit my husband for this one. I have to meet him. Because he loves Corey. Yes, Yes. I have to meet him. They both spell their name the right way. E-Y-C-R-E-Y. He's a good man. So he said, if you could ask Corey anything, ask him what would he change, if he could change anything in his life. About about myself? Yes. Oh, Lord. The shallow answer is I I wish I weighed 30 pounds less. Um, (laughs) It's only up to you. Stop it. Stop. That's not nice. Um, okay, in 30 seconds, tell us. I, 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 I'm, still learning, I'm still learning patience and balance. Um, 
I go too hard whatever direction I'm facing, and I learned to, I need to learn to balance that a little bit, and I need to learn to be patient. Uh, patience has always been a struggle for me. I want everything, and I want it right now. Right. Now, now, now. Yeah, and I've, I've got to get better with that. Well, I want to say thank you for coming in and just, for an hour. You shook my hand, so your radio listeners so know. Now I have COVID. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Barb, thanks to you. Thank you. Hey. And you shook love Barbara's you, hand. Love you guys. And uh, you've been listening to Mr. Murphy's Girl Show. We'll be back yeah. next week at 9 o'clock. Thanks, Corey Tremble. Thanks, Barbara Penland Dash Lefevre. <laughs> love y'all. Go out and do something nice for somebody. Take care. It's a.